0: welcome to contender cast a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas and now here's your host justin Hahneman. thanks for listening thanks for tuning in thanks for downloading thanks for subscribing and following justin Hahnemann on the contender cast for shining a light on bright ideas today you're gonna hear all about sip herbals the co-founder Orletha Smith is on. So great to have you on the podcast, Orletha.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for uh, getting my name right. Most people don't. <laughs>
0: oh, right. I nailed it. Usually <laughs> the First try. First try. It's great. Hey. Usually, <laughs> everyone thinks that I nail it every time. So I just give a little secret. Sometimes I'll do the intro. And we'll go all the way through. And then at the end, the person will say, actually, just so you know, my name isn't X. It's Y. And I'm like, oh, my God. So then I have to go re-record my little... <laughs> speedy intro so anyway I'm glad well, i got good it right
1: job. gold star for you i
0: love it i appreciate it um all right cool so so great to have you here with us today can't wait to dive into the company and your products and whatnot um but why don't you start by sharing a little bit about your background and what you were doing before launching sip herbals
1: sure so i have a background in pretty much everything i used to teach uh ap biology at one point in my life uh Wow. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, but I spent uh, about 10 years, a decade in the wellness industry, um, and I actually have an autoimmune condition. That means, and everyone who has one, most doctors, 90% of the doctors or nutritionists are going to tell you, hey, you can't have coffee. So um, I went kicking and screaming, honestly. Uh, And so so, uh, I ended up, that's actually how SIP was born, is because of my background in biology and health and wellness and then i was like oh i finally gotta give this thing up and i don't want to because tea isn't cutting it so but yeah that's how it came about
0: <laughs> wow amazing um well it's one thing to have an idea that's another to act on it and you've certainly done that um you guys can check it out at sipherbals.com uh talk about what was the first step in launching the business
1: so we actually launched uh on a kickstarter in the middle of the pandemic and
0: how was that <laughs>
1: that uh kickstarter yeah that was fun uh and and that's that was one that was one f word that we can go with
0: uh, so, <laughs> <Nice. but>
1: <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> it was it was very fun frustrating but we did have a successful kickstarter so that was cool and we had 144 backers wow and i really that's appreciate amazing. every single one of them yeah And, uh, that's how we, that's how we started. We started with one size and one flavor on that one Kickstarter. And we've grown from that, those 144 backers to, um, about 3000, um, customers in, in a little over a year. And we now have five flavors, two seasonal flavors, two sizes, sample packs, like we've We've expanded.
0: Wow. Amazing. Um, <laughs> that's great. So you start with Kickstarter. And then how did you get, figure out like product mix and development? You know, because you hadn't done that before. Packaging. Like, no. how did you figure out all of that? <laughs> right? I mean...
1: Trial and error. Uh, no, my business partner, Kelly, is a, she is a genius when it comes to design. And so she, she was the one who headed up the design of the packaging and, and all that great stuff. And we were like, hey, we want something light enough to be able to ship because we're, of course, direct to consumer. Um, But that would also look nice on a shelf should we ever move into retail. So that's kind of how we decided that we wanted something beautiful and light. Um, And so that's kind of what we did. We did a lot of research, a lot of Googling. And figured it out. <laughs>
0: <Nice>. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and obviously you've done that, but how, um, as you were getting things rolling and you guys were looking at design, like, did you know it was going to work? I guess you had the Kickstarter followers that would get product, but like, when did you start to see we have something beyond just an interesting idea?
1: Yeah. So once our Kickstarter funded, and again, I've been in the, in the wellness industry for about 10 years and my business partner as well. So We know a lot of influencers. And so we also are both, uh, we have autoimmune conditions. So we were like, hey, I'm not giving up coffee. We made this thing. And then we started giving it to our friends who were in the community. They're like, hey, it's really good. You should sell this, and that's when we did the Kickstarter. And we thought, okay, we'll see how it goes from there. And it just sort of blew up. Like we didn't do any marketing; we didn't wow. have any marketing dollars. Like Crazy. there's no marketing dollars.
0: <laughs> there are <laughs> so, no marketing dollars.
1: <laughs> there are none earmarked yeah. for marketing. It was all for products. And so we took that our relationship building skills to the next level. And we used the leverage the relationships that we had, started creating new relationships because the autoimmune community is huge. Right. And so we are our own customer Got and it. we are the the company that is not only for the autoimmune community, but by the autoimmune community. So we knew it had to be clean. We knew it could not contain any weird ingredients. We knew we know that our, our person is going to read every ingredient on every label because that's what we do. Wow! And so um, <laughs> we had to make sure that it met that standard. And that's why we use such high quality ingredients because we knew we couldn't sure. play that game and cut that corner.
0: <laughs> right. No, it makes sense. And then, what did it look like? From how long? From you know, when you had this idea and you started Kickstarter and then launching product, like what were the timelines around that?
1: So our Kickstarter, um, we finished that Kickstarter in December. We launched our direct consumer website in January. Like it was just right there. So um, we didn't take any time off. <laughs> right. We were the ones who were packaging and shipping and doing all that great stuff. But we've since moved into a co-packer and we have third-party logistics that are helping because oh, there's no nice. way that we can service 3,000 uh, customers. <laughs> right. Which is <laughs> my how, business partner. Okay, I...
0: <laughs> how have you picked up that many outlets? Like, What's been the key to that growth?
1: We literally make every relationship um, with our customers a great experience. That's been our goal is to not have, we want our customers to have the best experience. When you have an autoimmune issue, you have so many things taken away from you. You have so many people who are like, ah, it's all in your head. And we don't want to treat our customers that way. So we are big on relationship building, not just with our customers, but also with um, influencers who are in the community, with um, people like, you know, doctors and practitioners. And, you know, we try to build those relationships and actually build them quickly. So that rapport has to be built quickly. And it's been more of a, hey, would you like to try this? Maybe this might work for your people. Not, will you buy my thing? You know, (laughs) this really might help your your clients. This might really help your patients. This might really help you. And if you don't, if it doesn't, great, no worries. But here, try it. Right. And you like it? Okay, cool. <laughs> do you want to talk about it with your audience? Can we pay you to do that? That's wow. been more of, of our way to do it instead of, will you tell your audience about my thing? Because
0: right, no. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> totally. It, may, it definitely makes sense. Uh, amazing growth. And now, how did you guys figure out the co-packer um, and, and whatnot? Did you have already relationships there? Or did you have to learn that too?
1: I had to... I had a relationship with our co-packer. He's been amazing, and that's because, again, in the in my ten years, I ran into him um, with one of his natural products. He has completely natural products, and I was like, "Oh, this! You're um, he has cassava flour. Cassava flour is great. I can't have gluten, so I had to, you know, use cassava flour. Like, This is the best." And then when I told him what we were doing, I'm like, hey, I need a co-packer. Do you know someone that you could recommend? And he's like, oh, we can do that for you. I'm like, oh, (laughs) awesome. You know, because I already knew him and trusted him. Now, the logistics part, that was a little bit more of a learning thing. Uh, We went with a third-party logistics company that was terrible, like absolutely terrible, lost a lot of our product, wasn't shipping to our customers. So
0: frustrating.
1: Horrible, just horrible, wasn't responsive, didn't care. And then when we pulled our product from them, they damaged a lot of our product. Like it was just bad. And so um, the same person who does our co-packing, he's like, look, I can ship it out to you for you as well so i can co pack it store it and ship it out for you because we ship already so right why wouldn't i help you and so that is how that relationship came about so glad
0: <laughs> wow amazing um mocha <laughs> coffee substitute salted caramel coffee substitute dirty chai i mean and many others pumpkin spice amazing um how did you decide the flavors
1: um we did some research see which flavors are the most popular at starbucks ah! Let's make those flavors (laughs) and let's make them without like, because again, they're label readers, so we can't do a caramel flavor. So instead we did, we know that dates have a caramel flavor and maple sugar has a caramel flavor. And so we added those two together to create a caramel flavor along with some salt and some vanilla. And that is our salted salted caramel flavor.
0: Right. Amazing. (sighs) Oh, so great. Um, as you look ahead, what are the keys to growth next 6 to 12 months? Do you keep adding other flavors or just getting more uh, presence in other stores? What does that look like?
1: So for us, uh, our key to growth is going to definitely be um, raising. So we're going to do a, a fundraise, another fundraise. So our first, obviously, Kickstarter. But this time, we're going to have to raise more funds <clears throat> because we do want to bring more flavors on. We want to change our formulation a little bit so that um, it's it's a, it's a better experience for our customers. We want to have a travel uh, packet like a tea bag so that, you know, they can take it on the go. So but that's going to require funding. And so that's what we're going to plan on doing for the next couple of months. And then we should be kicking that off first of the year getting ready to, um, fundraise. So, yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: great. Um, makes sense. And I mean, such exciting time, right? I mean, in front of you in terms of growth and you've already got market, you know, you've got interest in your product and then, um, in from there, I always love to ask our, our guests, like some of their biggest lessons learned. we got a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this podcast. Um, you've grown quickly. What would be two or three things you'd offer to other entrepreneurs that might be looking at launching their own brand?
1: Always, always, always be willing to be wrong. A lot of times, you, yeah, be willing to be wrong. I'm not saying you are wrong, but be open to being wrong because that opens you up to possibilities and be curious. A lot of times we get stuck on, oh, no, this is the way it has to be. This is, I have to do it has to be this way. And you're not open to possibilities. And I have, I could have missed out on so many opportunities because I was not willing to be wrong. Like, right. yeah, okay, I'm wrong. <laughs> right. So I think that one is is one of the biggest ones. And also relationships. Build those relationships as quickly as you can, get that rapport as quickly as you can, and look for ways to give. Those would be my three things. Be willing to be wrong, build relationships, and look for ways to give before you get. Wow. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> I love it. You're like so dialed in. Um where can our audience find you, connect with you, buy product, etc.?
1: You can always find us at SipHerbals.com. You can find us on Insta at Drink Sip Herbals. Um, and we're always around that's, that's, <laughs> as, as any entrepreneur will tell you yeah, you are always, always available
0: <laughs> it's so great i'm excited for you guys i love where you are where, and you get, you've got some great runway and stretch in front of you and um as you continue to grow you got to come back on and share more stories with us and uh we just oh, are for r- sure. really glad that you're here today
1: for sure thank you so much for having me i had such a great time you're amazing <laughs> thank you <laughs>
0: The ContenderCast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com.